Welcome to another episode of the Tactical Leadership Podcast, where we focus on building better businesses. I believe in order to be the best leader that you can be, you must be willing to be the first follower and have a servant mentality when you're in a leadership position. If you want to be the best leader that you possibly can be, be sure to stay tuned and listen to industry leaders and hear how they built winning cultures in their own businesses. Hey, everybody, welcome back to another episode of Tactical Leadership. Today, I have the pleasure of speaking with Marilyn Perlman, and we are going to be discussing cause marketing and the impact it can make in business. Before we begin, I want to remind you that this show is brought to you by Nightly Productions. If you're a content creator and a podcaster that wants to create content that actually delivers, head over to nightly.productions and find out how we can help you do that. Marilyn, welcome to the show today. Thank you. Glad to be here. So I want to give the audience a little bit of background on you before we get started and dive into the business side of stuff. You're a former high school teacher, but you've been in PR, public relations, for over 40 years. You're the founder and CEO of Atlanta College Marketing and PR. You've represented clients diverse as General Motors, General Electric, Bahamas Government Ministry of Tourism, Fur Kids, restaurants, hotels, pretty much everything you've been able to represent. And now you're niching down into partnerships between businesses and nonprofit organizations. And really, you're focused on building relationships for the good of humanity and marketing using cause marketing. But before we really dive into everything that has to go into cause marketing and what your firm is doing, tell the audience a little bit about yourself that we may not know. Well, uh, some of the things that I are my passions are I love dogs, have one of my own and have a lot of visiting dogs periodically. And I um, love aerobics. I do Zumba and turbo kick every week and body pump as and my boyfriend and I love to go to attend arts performances pre-COVID and hope to go back to some of them this year. That's absolutely amazing. I know you have a huge love for puppies as you have puppy sat my own pup. Right. Um, this is a, a unique experience where we're actually in person here in Atlanta um, recording this where normally I record these remotely, but we have the pleasure of sitting here together and um, you had the pleasure of, I'll say the pleasure because she's my queen, of babysitting my, my puppy dog a couple weeks back. So you definitely have a passion, treated her exceptionally well. Um, and you're just overall just a very sweet lady that Thanks. loves puppies and loves making impact in, in everything you're doing. And I really want to kind of start highlighting that. I want to highlight Atlanta Calls Marketing. I want to highlight what you're working on. Give us an idea. What is Atlanta Calls Marketing? What do you focus on? Where? How did you get to that piece of where you're focused on marketing in that in that realm? Well, as you mentioned in the introduction, I uh, spent early years in Atlanta teaching high school English and mass media. Mass media book was without a book, and uh, I did research for my students, uh, for my classes after three o'clock in the afternoon and ended up doing volunteer work for various meeting, media, including Channel 2, WSB-TV, where I assisted in programming. And that gave me information to take back to my students, as well as a bunch of new contacts and I built a resume of all that volunteer work. And once I decided that as much as I love the kids, classes could be good or bad, so to speak, uh, as kids will be, 
uh, and I wanted to get into public relations and I learned how to write news releases by teaching it to the kids, basically. So you're teaching this in high school or two high schoolers, I guess. And right. ninth graders. So ninth graders. So young kids, impressionable individuals. And, and obviously that takes a lot of passion to teach high schoolers where they might not listen, they might not care. And all, cause marketing is all about caring, right? Like at the right. core of it, it really focuses on doing things that better humanity, like like that whole piece is where your focus is. What what drove you to want to care about that? Like why, why did that drive, why were you driven to that passion part of it? Well, my father used to tell a story about his mother, my grandmother, who started the food first food kitchen in Memphis, our hometown. Because my father was talking about how, when he was a boy, how his friends, there were certain friends that would raid the trash cans because they couldn't, they didn't have any food to eat. So it gave my grandmother that idea to start the food kitchen in Memphis. And uh, that kind of inspired me and then, of course, when I worked with Channel 2 and did some of the interviews, that also inspired me. And uh, my first PR job, actually, after I left teaching, was with the Atlanta Housing Authority. And that's, I interviewed senior citizens, daycare recipients, uh, all kinds of community service folks who needed the housing authority services in 35 housing projects. I drove all over the city. Wow. Uh, I can still drive to the prison today off of Boulevard. Anyway, and so that also inspired me and gave me a lot of the passion to do what I do even today. Wow. And that's really impactful because you're not just focused on it, you're actually driving to those locations, seeing the people you're impacting, seeing the actual impact you're making. And that's even gone so far as you're, you've been a board member for over 50 nonprofit organizations. And right now you're still on the board of the Atlanta Lions Club, the Taylor Foundation for the Arts, but you've been on stuff such as Kiwanis, Public Relations Society of America, um, the Atlanta Sister City Commission, Leader Dogs and Leader Dogs for the Blind. So obviously you're, you're all about giving back. Right. Do you feel like that's the best way when you turn to business to give that value? And it, does it circle back to you? Has it circled back? Where does oh, that yeah. Come? Well, when, when I help a business and a nonprofit or when my team and I help, a business and a nonprofit uh, form a partnership or relationship. They're able to grow together through marketing and PR, social media, email distribution, publicity, press releases, all the things that we use as tools that grow together. We build stories about um, the nonprofit and the business working together. For example, uh, I worked with a doctor uh, for a number of years, a neurosurgeon, and he did a lot of work with patients who had head injuries. And so we got him involved in the domestic violence organizations in Atlanta, which uh, domestic violence often results in head injury. It does. And that's something that, as you know, um, 
with surviving to thriving, the nonprofit I own is domestic violence related. And um, we've kind of talked about that a little bit. I think there's a lot more to delve into because that, I, I think that one in particular has a lot of personal behind it, right? So many women, the statistics, one in three women have been assaulted at some point before they leave college. The numbers are just overwhelming. Oh yeah. When you're dealing with that arena, I know it can be very difficult because of those situations. Are you helping them? Are you helping the nonprofits publicize to get donations, to get help, to get what, what's the point for the nonprofit to bring in an organization like yours? Because there's so much more impact when the nonprofit and the business work together. For instance, my doctor's staff all got involved in promoting what he was doing. We put stories out in the media. Another example, I had a restaurant for a number of years that um, formed a partnership with Pure Childhood Cancer here in, uh, based in Atlanta. They work with Scottish Ryden and Eggleston Hospitals here. And the restaurant prepared and donated meals quarterly and at Thanksgiving for the, the Cure families. Mm. And the staff helped to serve, staff from the restaurant helped to serve those meals mm -hmm. uh, and then promoted it, uh, promoted their work with Cure Childhood Cancer to people who were eating in the restaurant. Mm -hmm. And all this stuff that we did and that helped not only the relationship, but raising money and raising awareness and about the business and what it was doing. And people do business with people that they think are giving back, not just people who are have a service like food or, or clothing or whatever. And it, it's one of those that I kind of want to hit on cause marketing as a whole and sure. define that. Because I think that's something a lot of people probably don't understand. And you did give a handout, you gave a PDF that has several pages of explanation that's going to be downloadable on your page on the website where I'm going to make sure there's a link over to that so people can go get more information about it. But to give just like a, an overview of what cause marketing is essentially creates a winning strategy for businesses and nonprofits alike where, like you're talking about, it's this relationship between the two entities. They both recognize interests where as a business owner, I align myself with a nonprofit that supports my values and supports what I'm doing. As a nonprofit owner, I want to align myself with a business that has for us, for domestic violence, when we teach women self-defense, I want to partner with a business that sees value in bringing in that type of training into the organization that might be heavily female exactly. so, it shows so it's not haphazard right it's it's a relationship that comes about because for instance my team and i interview the business and say what are you passionate about mm. what are you interested in what mm. causes do you support and causes giving money is great but if you don't do more than giving money mm -hmm. If you give back in other ways, then that's where the impact will be seen. I absolutely love that because that's a big piece of what we've tried to focus on with our nonprofit is it's more than just signing a check. Now, don't get me wrong. 
the checks are nice. Oh yeah. Right. And yeah. they help the business with tax. They help, they help us because it allows us to, to actually push forward our programs. But at the end of the day, if it's just an empty check, you're not really doing much as a business owner. You actually need to invest in what you're believing in. Right. Exactly. And I believe that that makes a difference for the business and the nonprofit. That's why I say they grow together. We help mm. them grow together. And I absolutely love that because I want to tie that back into leadership where this, this podcast is all about tactics for leaders. And what you're talking about is going to a business leader, a business CEO, an executive, and helping them further, essentially, to, to your point, it's PR. It's what you do, right? Not only does it make the business looks, look good, it makes the leader look good. It, it helps with retention. It helps with hiring. It helps, oh, man, these people are about something. Right. Have you ever had any pushback from a CEO or do you find these CEOs, these executives, do you find that they're very willing to just like jump all in on like supporting cause marketing and actually working with these organizations? Well, what I find is that the smaller organizations think the, the bigger ones, George, Georgia Power or Coca-Cola or General Motors, have been doing this for years. Mm. But the smaller ones can have just as great an impact, whether it's a real estate company, a doctor, a restaurant, a small boutique hotel. They should be doing this too. So I have no pushback from the big ones. The little ones, just don't, little to medium-sized ones, just don't know that they can still, they can do it too. Do you think it's a part of a limiting belief where they don't think they can give enough and they just, yeah, they don't think the like smallest that. thing can be good? Yeah, and the sm- as we know from uh, banking and uh, people's accounts, the multiplier effect, um, if you give $10 and somebody else gives 10 and somebody else gives 10, it starts multiplying. And plus, people hear about it from your PR, mm. and then it makes a real difference. So when somebody's looking for what you're offering, would a nonprofit come to you? Would a business owner come to you? Who, who do you normally work with? Which side do you work with? Or do you work with both and then kind both. of link them together? I work with both. I have a actually a client who is a, uh, an organization that serves domestic violence uh, victims from all over the United States, mm. all kinds of immigrants. In fact, that's their specialty is, is immigrants. And we're reaching out to businesses. Mm. We're reaching out particularly because heavily their Latino, their uh, uh, victims are Latinos. So we're reaching out to a lot of Latino businesses. Uh, but then I have businesses that are interested in working with nonprofits and getting the word out. And we have colleges who are interested in, in who are for-profit colleges who are interested in working with nonprofits. Wow. So it could be on anybody. And that's a big piece of why, the why behind Cos Marketing. Um, you you uh, reference a study that shows 85% of businesses have a more positive image of product or company when they support a cause. And on top of that, 80% are likely to switch brands. 80% of people are likely to switch brands in price and quality to one that supports a cause. So as a business owner, I might be able to charge a little bit more to help 
offset a little bit of this or as a consumer, and I, I totally believe this, when you see something that correlates with what you're doing as a veteran, if I see that somebody supports um, Folds of Honor is a great one where they support so many different things. Well, Quick Trip is all about Folds of Honor. So a lot of their proceeds go to support a veteran nonprofit. So as a consumer, I'm going to turn more to something I recognize I correlate with. So it helps me if the prices are a little bit more, it's okay. It's supporting something I believe in. Right. That's, that makes total sense. And that's a huge piece. I mean, you have just example after example in this handout, I really want to encourage everybody, go check out this handout, go download it um, where it has just several examples of where you've helped grow businesses, you've helped grow nonprofits, and it really, again, just highlights any size business can undertake a cause marketing program, involve its employees, its clients. I kind of want to highlight that piece as well, where this can be a team building aspect for the leader, right? We can all get around a, a common cause, right? Exactly. And like the restaurant did, and I can name the restaurants, mm -hmm. it's Copeland's of New Orleans, the Atlanta franchise. Mm. They got behind cure childhood cancer. Mm. We even put up a plaque. They have a, they already had a fountain at each of their restaurants. And I erected a plaque that said, give to cure childhood cancer, throw your uh, nickels, pennies, and dimes in the fountain. Wow. And we collected about $5,000 from doing that. Wow. But that's because the whole team got behind it. Mm. It was a team building exercise, even to the point where some of the staff would go outside during lunchtime and throw the, the Cohen's in the fountain nice. just to show how it's done. That's pretty amazing. And that's something that I think is one of those intrinsic values that you might not recognize when you're creating something behind cause marketing, because it's not just cause marketing, it's essentially cause operations, cause business, for cause, really getting behind something. And I think that's something that people might overlook a little bit. We kind of forget when you when you get behind something like this, it's so much bigger than that check, right? Oh, exactly. That's the point. It's really interesting. I had a client for 15 years uh, who was a realtor, commercial and industrial realtor. And he was very well known in Atlanta, John Hunson because he played on Coach Bobby Dodd's winning mm. team back for Georgia Tech mm -hmm. way, way back. Way back. <laughs> and yeah, and he used to, he was very involved in the nonprofit community and he would do an open house where he would invite to, at his office to invite nonprofits that he was involved in and his business clients every month and Everybody had fun, everybody got to know each other, and everybody learned how they could help each other that way. And it was just great. I, to this day, I, I'll bump into people who used to attend the open houses and talk about how wonderful it was to be at those open houses. And that's something that I, I'm looking up as we're talking. I'm, I'm looking you up on uh, different aspects of things where You've been doing this for a little while, about four decades. So you have right. a little bit of experience. You have a little bit of knowledge and wisdom attached to it. Right. Are these always feel-good stories? Do you always find just these moving individuals that want to help support organizations? Oh, yeah. Yeah, there are plenty of them out there. It's a matter of my getting the word out mm. 
to these individuals, and I do mean individuals, it starts with some one person in a company who uh, finds out that I'm a, that my company is around, or that anybody who does cost me marketing. Or I I have to say I'm not the only person in in Atlanta nor in the country or the world who does cost marketing. I've just made it in my my cause, so to speak. <laughs> Which and you've won countless awards behind this. You're a woman of achievement from the American Israel Chamber of Commerce and the Jewish Federation of Atlanta. So it's not that you're just doing it. It's not that you just have had this organization for a while. It's that you're doing it and you're doing it really, really well. Brag about yourself a little bit. Tell us a little bit about some of these awards you've gotten. Well, as you mentioned, the Jewish Federation and the American Israel Chamber of Commerce and uh, the Atlanta Press Club and the Public Relations Society of, uh, of America, Georgia chapter, I've been uh, honored by all of them. And I was president of Aquinas Club. And oh, I just received the President's Award last year in December of 20 mm. from my Lions Club, the Atlanta Lions Club. Nice. Now, what, what earned you that? What, why were they honoring you for that one? Well, I know so many people in Atlanta, and I'm always making recommendations for a speaker uh, and then arranging it. And the other thing is, um, I became very passionate about leader dogs for the blind mm. who are matched with blind people. And it costs a lot of money mm. to, uh, to give a person, a blind person, a leader dog. Mm -hmm. So we had several fundraisers in 19 and 20 to benefit uh, leader dogs such as a Facebook fundraiser where we raised several hundred dollars, That's uh, several thousand dollars, sorry. No, 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 this is amazing. I'm, I'm just going through your website. I mean, you have testimonial, testimonial. You have so many amazing things that you've done with calls marketing. And there's just a ton of impact you've made for years. And what, what I'd really be curious to know, Marilyn, is what is the legacy you're wanting to leave in the world by all the amazing things you're contributing to it? Making sure that the organizations, the businesses and the nonprofits are better known and they're better known, not just for their sake, but for the good works they're mm -hmm. doing. I absolutely love that. And I think it's a, such a huge, impactful organization that you're leading and you're making so many waves in such a great way. And I want to give the audience an opportunity to reach out to you. What would be the best way for them to connect with you, contact you? If they want to learn more about Atlanta Calls Marketing, what's the best way for them to find more information about it? Uh, text me at 404-395-2602 or email me at m. Perlman, that's P-E-A-R-L-M-A-N, at Atlanta Cause, They can find your website, AtlantaCauseMarketing.com. Cool. You're on LinkedIn as well, but also I really want to highlight this awesome PDF that 
we're going to attach to the episode page. So make sure you download that. Make sure you go check out Marilyn. And I definitely encourage you come back for Tactical Friday, where you're going to share some tactics with us about how organizations can get started in cause marketing and how they can start building this cause within their business. Marilyn, I want to thank you for all your time and wisdom you've brought for us today. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Tactical Leadership Podcast. And I hope you got a ton of value out of what we talked about today. I also want to remind you that this show is brought to you by Night Protection Services. If you're a leader in a small to mid-sized business that does five to $10 million a year in revenue and want to improve retention costs, which could actually add up to being twice your employee's salary, all through creating a safer work environment and saving up to 25% in insurance costs, be sure to visit nightprotectionllc.com.